Katja Abedian is my guest. She's a South African doing great things. We're going to talk to her in a few moments' time. Trevor says, what kind of a presenter says to, on air he had a pee? <laughs> well, this kind of Trevor presenter. Trevor, you know a pee? Like you sometimes need to go and pee in the toilet. Pee. Pee, 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 pee. <laughs> Trevor. Hmm. No, we pee here. Yeah, 702 presenters pee too. Yeah. Hello. Give us a call. 011-883-0702 as we celebrate a South African doing great things. Her name is Katja Abedian. She's 20 years years, uh, old and has always shown a keen interest in nurturing the unlocked potential of humans she encounters. She's translated that into a film that debuted her first short film, uh, Skin Diver, which she wrote, directed and produced. She joins me in studio to share more about her journey and passion for filmmaking. Katja, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So I, I read that um, you you started conceiving the story that ultimately becomes this movie that has been aired at the Cannes Film, Fe- Film Festival, the Ghana Film Festival. You've won the Josie um, Students Filmmakers Award. Um, people are talking about you in Paris, or at least your film in Paris. Um, what is it about? What is this film all about? And why is everybody talking about it? The film is very much about how we can embrace our individuality, how we can kind of be comfortable with what makes us who we are and like our quirks and our our, our weird little worlds. Um, and I think I, I like to believe that the reason why a lot of people relate to it or or had it, it had such a positive response is because I I kind of throughout the whole process tried to be very honest, like in in the in the method of storytelling, um, and I think people kind of felt that, and that, you know, obviously related to them or touched them in some way. I think everyone in like a different way. Um, at 20 years old, and, and, and I remember just off air, we were talking about the fact that you started thinking about this film while you were still at school. And mm. at 18, you started really conceptualizing, writing, and so forth. Mm. And only now we are beginning to hear about it. So it's been a long time coming, yeah. which suggests to me that you've been dealing with these ideas, these concepts of individuality, even before you were 18. Some might say, uh, you know, you're a little bit wet behind the ears to be talking about individuality <laughs> Uh, uh, to the point uh, where you write a a story that becomes a world acclaimed short movie. What are you talking about? What do you understand by individuality to the point where you have made a movie about it? Yeah, so I was, it's very much not coming from a place of, oh, I am great and above other people, and yep. which is, I think, the common understanding of what... It, or, like, when people hear individuality, it's like, okay, that's great, but what does it actually mean? Yeah. Um, and when I, when I refer to individuality, it's a lot more from the place of understanding that every one of us have something to contribute, and the more we try to kind of be something that we're not or follow something that we don't genuinely you know 
are passionate about or relate to or are doing for you know reasons that we believe in yeah. then we're kind of depriving the world from some kind of contribution <laughs> yeah. that is ours to make yeah. yeah so it's not so much about being above anyone else as it is about you know using yourself as a channel to serve like humanity as a whole through whatever it is that you are here to do Give us a call at 11883-0702 or 021-446-0567. We're celebrating a young South African doing great things. Her name is uh, Katya Abidia. She has uh, conceptualized, uh, she's produced, she's uh, written uh, all of those great technical things in filmmaking. And the film is called Skin Diver. What, what, what is that about? That th- Skin Diver. Yeah. What is, what is the, the thinking behind that title? Uh, funny enough, it was... Uh, the last thing you know everything i i wrote the script and it just didn't have a title and i was speaking to a friend of mine and um she's also in the in the film industry and we were just this i was you know sharing with her the process and everything and she she kind of said something to me like um oh you're you're a skin diver and she kind of used it as like a noun and i just really liked that because i felt like that was what what the film was about it was about going you know, deeper into into something, really diving beneath the skin, to be literal. Um, yeah. And, and, and what ways. sort of themes does... I, I don't want you to tell us too much about the story because I'd like for our listeners to go and see the film. Mm. Um, but what sort, of, what sort of themes, topics, issues do you deal with in the film? Uh, I mean, so many, but to name a few... Um, yeah, fi- like finding finding your voice, um, being okay with not being like everyone else, uh, figuring out what that means, how you can use that. Um, friendship also plays a big role in the film. So kind of like how we grow through our f- through friendships. Yeah. Um, and how you know even when someone is not there, that there you you can still be learning from what what your friendship gave you. Um, it also deals with, I think, like even just the imagination and creativity. So, like, I, I, I think a lot of the film is kind of abstract and not really put into plain words in the way that people kind of like to have in some in some films. Um, so, I think that's also quite an important theme for me is like being able to express things not necessarily explicitly in words, but rather through through emotions, which what which is the whole power of film. Sure. I, I'm getting the sense as I read, as I, you know, <laughs> come across people's stories these days that there is a bit of a pushback in society against conformity. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the sense sometimes when I think about stuff that the increased number and frequency of conversations around the phenomenon of depression for example Mm. the increased levels of violence that we see in our society we Mm. talk about it all the time here on this platform the increased levels of 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 non-conformity whether in a good or bad way is a big theme in, in 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 world societies these days Mm. there is i think a questioning 
of previously held assumptions yes. and truths yes. and at every level at uh, the level of religion at the level of sexuality at the level of nationality and at the level of race gender all of those issues that were previously thought to be set in stone we know the story are now being um uh explored very very vigorously by curious minds by people that are having different individual and collective experiences it appears to me that the film in very subtle ways and maybe not so subtle ways explores those themes of how do we become who we are despite the calls for conformity um how why do you think particularly those that are looking for ways of expressing this particular issue this conversation why do you think they they resonated so much with skin diver well i think uh, no one feels really good conforming to things that they don't believe in for themselves that they're kind of just following because maybe people around them are i think that goes for a lot of you know for everything like in religion in in whether it's like i don't know gender expectations or this is how i should be if i'm this or that or so i think the concept of not conforming is really also more about like seeking the truth for yourself and yeah so i would say it's more about investigating the truth um and again like that was a big thing for me because obviously i wrote that i wrote the film during a time when i was in a school environment and i was seeing so many of my friends and people around me do things not not because they wanted to but because they felt they had to and you know they'd say like oh i wish you know i wish like you i could just not do this thing or not go to this thing or not be whatever whatever but i have to and it was always like but you don't you, like you really don't have to and it was yeah, give it me was, an example give me an example of some of the experiences <laughs> that you had at school that maybe somebody listening to this conversation is recognizing and is in a similar sort of uh, existential crisis because of the pressures of conformity and here you are saying hmm maybe you don't have to conform give me an example oh i mean there's so many i mean on a very basic level it could just be like a matter of i don't know surrounding yourself with people who you know you know maybe you don't really peer group pressure yeah or doing things or attending things or uh having to look or dress or be a certain way that maybe is really not how you want to be yeah um there's so many of those pressures that i think like are in a in 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 smaller you know school environments but are really all around us all the time yeah it's just how we kind of tune into them or not <sighs> I haven't been a young person for a long. Time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You look pretty good. <laughs> I do. I look like I look yeah, pretty yeah, good, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think your wife she would agree said, with me. <laughs> she said it on national radio, folks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here's the here's here's the thing. Is that something that most young people are grappling with? Issues of identity, issues of conformity. I suppose once you've got a bond and you've got kids, you've got all of those responsibilities, you just want to pay the bond, you know? You just you don't worry about whether not. or not. You know? <laughs> and that can really make you um conform to a certain lifestyle, to a certain ethic, to a certain way of doing things. Yeah. But I think that if you're a young person, you are 17, 18, 19, 20, 
you have the time, the space to actually think about all of those things because you're not mm. dealing with a bond and all of those <laughs> nasty things. But you also have to have a certain level of confidence to mm -hmm. be able to say, no, I'm not attending that particular thing. Mm. No, I'm not going to dress in that way. No, I don't think I want to be friends with that group of people. Uh, where does that confidence come for Katya yeah. to even get to the point where she writes a story and makes a movie out of yeah. this phenomenon? Yeah, I think I think where it comes from is the biggest thing. Um, and I mean, I'm so grateful, you know, to my parents and, you know, from, for like instilling in me from such a young age. And, you know, it's really through like the Baha'i faith as well, which has so much emphasis on like so many key concepts, like investigating truth for yourself yep. and, um, you know, things like your way of life, not just being in words, but being in, in actions. Yeah. Um, and like f focusing the short period of time that you have on earth to do t to have a, to benefit mankind to use your your capabilities and that uniqueness that we were talking about earlier to like do something um, and I don't know I guess like being surrounded by just really interesting people and such like diverse you, you know the Baha'i community is is like this amazing my, you know microcosm of like diverse people who are all like focused on trying to change the world in this very like natural way based on the teachings of Baha'u'llah which are like emphasizing how you know it goes back to what you're saying like we're all one um and this this thing of like conformity and and not conformity is 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 funny because like ultimately all of us are connected um, but I'm going on a tangent, but my point was, I, love <laughs> I do that a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, but my point was like through, I don't know, just through, through having the Baha'i faith in my life from such a young age and like, and like hearing all these really important things from a young age and just like having it, uh, ingrained into me and, and like having parents who, who really gave me space to like, just figure out who I was and were never, you know, even now, like they're they, they, they were never trying to like push me into a box because they could tell that like it wouldn't work for me. Um, you break the box. <laughs> Cut yeah. breaking the box. But, but, yeah? but you know, it's, I don't believe that it's like how anyone is made to be. Like I, I don't think any of us are supposed to be like one thing or do one thing. Or I mean, maybe some of us have like a, a really great um, c capacity to do one thing more than others. But, uh, you know, we are like really multifaceted, complex human beings who can do you know, many beautiful things in one lifetime. So I think that confidence just came from like knowing that um, I needed to, I needed to focus on like figuring out what, what those things were. Um, because the sooner I could do that, the sooner I could get on with, with, you know, doing it. Do you think that society can be a bit violent in the way that it demands conformity? So, so South Africa is currently in a very, very big discussion following some videos that went viral about a, a teacher at a preschool who was mm, literally beating um, two-year-olds, beating them. Yeah. You know? And uh, the, the story, of course, is that the teacher was looking for some level of conformity from those children from mm. uh, wanting them not to vomit. You know, if you're too, <laughs> part of the... Part of being two means that you're going to, from time to time, vomit. If you are 45, from part of the 
process is that from time to time you're going to need to go to the toilet and pee. <laughs> Trevor. Um, and, and society's demand for conformity. If you're a presenter, you can't say that you went for a pee. Kind of thing. <laughs> um, if you are if you are 17 and you don't want to go to whatever Played event, rage. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go. What was it? What is it? Played rage. Played rage. What is that? No, it's like you know when you when when you matriculate and, and everyone kind of goes and like parties for a week. Yeah, you don't want to go to that's, Umschlangen. That's that's the time I was sitting in my room writing skin dive. You don't want to go to Umschlangen and and, and and get sloshed or Well yeah, I mean if you're not a if you if you're not into that then yeah. it's okay. I I'm, I'm saying I'm saying it quite precisely, Umschlanger. Place is actually called Umschlanger. But uh, the, yeah, the, the, I was the, like ah <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but 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 there are certain things that we do as society that we normalize. So, for example, if you don't beat your wife as a man, you know, to show her that, you know, you're the boss, um, uh, your peers will look at you and say, uh, you, you sissified it or whatever the story is. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds as though that in order for you to take your rightful place, to take your voice, mm -hmm. to find your voice, you've got to be equally robust i don't want to say mm. violent but equally robust as equal to the demand of the compliance you've got to be equally uh, robust in your demand of your individuality and your yeah. and your and your yeah your individuality tell me about some of the experiences that you've had in that fight to be able to say i don't want to go to what's that thing <laughs> play rate play rate yeah yeah. Um, I'm sure people have said, Katya, you're such a freak. You're such a weirdo. Here we are having. Yeah, I've heard that a couple yeah. times. <laughs> so, 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 and, and some people might not necessarily appreciate the violence of that on your need to be who you are, right? Yeah, I mean, so it even, it, it's, I mean, that, that kind of thing about like, oh, shouldn't you just do this has come from like very, even people very, very close to me who I thought were like, you know, the people who would never question why I'm doing what I'm doing or whatever. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, it's usually people who are not close to you, you're kind of less affected by because they say whatever and you're like, oh, they just don't understand me. But I think it's the most difficult when like people around you, you that don't have that understanding of why you're not, like what the point of... Why you're not normal. Yeah, or like why, why you're not trying to do things in a certain way, um, partly because it's just not who you are or it doesn't resonate, but also because, like you said, you're, you're trying to change the way things are done. Yeah. And, and like one of the reasons why I'm so grateful about like going back to Skin Diver is because I feel just from the response that I got from people and like especially young people being like, oh, you did this at this age and like w with, you know, without huge budgets and you just kind of did it and like how and, and like asking me all these questions and just just it being like an example for them is like everything for me because I didn't have that much of that when I was doing it and that was part of the reason why I wanted to and like in South Africa in general, like we, we don't have that much support for for people who are trying to do things that are different different and like uh, you know when we're not putting it's not that our country let's say for example doesn't have the resources it's just that we're not putting that investment 
in places because we don't like realize how much gold and and gem and story are in those little dark corners well dark corners they're dark because they haven't had the light of people actually seeing what is in Mm. those corners i mean you, 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 give me a call, by the way, 011-883-0702. Here I am oh, hogging nice. the conversation. 011-883-0702, <laughs> the author and producer of the film Skin Diver. Um, it has been filmed at the Cannes Fil- Film Festival, the Ghana Film Festival. Yeah, is it the Ghana Film Festival? Uh, Paris Independent Film Festival. Yeah, um, Paris Independent Festival. You've Barcelona. won the student, jo- the Josie Student Film of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. last year. Uh, is it uh, 2018, yeah? 2018. 011-883-0702. These are themes that a lot of young people are going through. And give me a call if you are a young person, but it's not exclusively young people that are going through uh, the process of having to deal with a society that demands almost violently so sometimes conformity in any particular way whether it's your culture whether it is your uh, gender expectations whether it is your um, you know the socialization that we we are made to follow because you are a radio presenter and according to a certain group of people this is how it's supposed to be done well i'm sorry it's not the way it's supposed to be done we're breaking the mold. We're breaking the mold. <laughs> we, we, we're eating well, the mold. There is no mold. That's the whole thing. <laughs> we're eating the mold. Give me a call. Number one eight eight three zero seven zero two. And there is, I think, Katya, there is, there is a conversation to be had about the fact that sometimes we fight for normal so hard mm-hmm. that we don't understand the opportunity that mm-hmm. lives on the other side of normal yeah. to give us new answers for questions that we didn't even believe would exist when we were normal, you know? Mm-hmm. So give us a call, 11883 Have you ever read a book by a guy by the name, oh, it's a play, by a guy by the name called uh, Shaffer. I forget what his his first name was. I read the book when I was in Standard 9. Do you know mm-hmm. what a Standard 9 is? That would be grade 7. There you go. Would it? Would it would I think. Standard 9 be grade 7? I can't. <laughs> but it, it was a book called, it was a play called Equus. Equus. Yeah. Hmm, I've never heard of it. You, you, you must read it. Okay. It was, for me, the first time I understood the debate about what does normal actually <laughs> mean, yeah? And it sounds to me like Skin Dive is about that. It is about really um, exploring this very interesting um, concept of normal. Uh, we were talking about it yesterday on the show about sometimes what is the norm is not always normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, oh, yeah. And, 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 and so those are the kinds of themes that are coming out of the conversation that's coming, uh, that we're having now. Give us a call, 11 883 uh, This person says, Evening, Braobs. Uh, firstly, kudos to your guest. And I feel like she she's the revolutionary the film industry needs. Oh, hey. Wow, that's very humbling. Feeling like Shea Guevara <laughs> there, eh? However, I'd like your guest to delve into her past, where she comes from, and what made her the creative that she is. And when was her aha moment, mm. says this person. Doesn't sign wow. um, her, great, her name. It's a great question, eh? So great. But I'm really looking forward to calls from anybody, whether you're a young person, old person, and you're discovering that you just didn't don't fit into the mold. You just don't fit into what is 
the expectation of normal as far as your circle of friends, family, culture, whatever it is? And what are some of the difficulties that you've experienced? How did you find your voice to, for example, say, I'm gay? Mm. How did you find your voice to, for example, say, look, I don't believe what we believe in this house? How, how did you find your voice to say, no, I, I don't think that all of those people are bad? <laughs> how did you find your voice? Give me a call. 011-883-0702. Would love to hear about the journey that you went through, the struggle you went through to find your voice, your authentic self which is what I believe the movie that has been produced by Katya Abidian is all about. You, Katya, come from a very interesting family. Mm-hmm. You come from a family where your father is Iranian. Eh? Yes. Persian. Eh? Persian. And uh, <laughs> your mom is South African. Yes. To what extent did that role have a play in developing the courageous individual you've become? Hmm. I mean, so many, so many things. Um, I think... Again, like having these two interesting sides of family and both both very warm, both very like centered on storytelling. Um, a huge part of like that aha moment came very naturally. Like it, it came through years of like listening to stories and always feeling this intensity to like, you know, I was always sitting like there, r- like trying to scribble things down when my family members were telling me stories and like I do genuinely think some of them thought I was a little bit crazy um, and you know I would just like be so fascinated by what they were saying and have a bit of a wild streak eh? yeah and like <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> and um, and just this this deep sense of like what 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 this person is telling me like the whole world needs to hear and yeah. learn from yeah and and that's very powerful like you know to, to hold that feeling I think is literally all that you need to do something powerful, especially in in terms of, you know, sharing stories or making a film. And like, that's, you know, if I'm speaking to like, because even myself, like I've I've just started, like Skin Diver to me is still in, in a sense, like an experiment. Like it was my first experiment and I feel like I haven't even started yet. So, but, you know, when I speak to other like young aspiring filmmakers, I always focus more on like the feeling uh, that we should put into making work it shouldn't we shouldn't focus on like what are we you know what are we making and what does it mean in terms of other people yeah but it should be what contribution do we feel in our heart and our soul what is it what is that burning thing that that needs to come out of you um and and channel that into it and 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 like it's it's also a very political it's a very political industry it's a very political time climate you know everything um, so it can be difficult to feel like, you know, what what story should you tell and, and how do you tell it and do you have the right to tell it and all these things. And so it's 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 complicated. But I think that that courage and that burning is is like the intuition that guides you. But I don't know, going back to your thing about about the about family, yeah. I think like in all of us that that is the place in which we're molded, you know, and like even within my own family, there was a lot of like, I think I really appreciated how or appreciate how the having like these different backgrounds kind of all, how can I say, harmonized by like, I guess the Baha'i faith in our, that was always like in our family. And because kind of that is that is like an extension of your family. Um, so 
even though we're saying like, okay, Persian and South African, but I feel like even in my family I have so much more than just that, you know? Um, and just having like the diversity of experience and ways of expressing and ways of, of relating to the world and, and like learning from even just the concept of like learning from your parents and like the times that they lived through and what they got to do here. Like my dad has both my mom and my dad, but like particularly I think my dad has a really incredible story in terms of like how he even ended up coming to South Africa from Iran um, during the revolution, a story which I think like a lot of a lot of people have have experienced in very unique ways. But like just that alone that'll that'll be a film one day but, but i hope you do do that yeah i, I really, I really hope to. that you Dad, you, 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 you 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 put together a way of expressing that story mm. you, you, you know you're a filmmaker i'm i'm a talk show host and, and and i'm going to humbly say that i find a little connection here that we both storytellers mm. We, we try to find the best ways of expressing what's going on inside of us mm. through your medium, film, me, words. We try as much as possible to try and show people what's going on inside of us and hopefully bring something out of them mm. by the story that's going on inside of us and the medium that we use. So I use words, you use film or whatever the case may be, but I, I find a connection in this conversation in that we we all seem to have a story mm. and we are compelled by that story we're pushed by that story it almost it's almost as if that story demands of us to mm. be told it's almost as if we're pregnant of that story. yeah does yeah, it make sense to you exactly like we, we, we're pregnant we're of a story we, we are, yeah now i'm using that analogy quite deliberately it's very beautiful did you like did you did you ever feel the pangs, the pain of pregnancy when you were when you were wanting to tell the story of maverickness, of of of, of being of being a lone wolf almost. Mm, well, I think again, like you know, throughout throughout, let's say, growing up and and figuring and 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 again, like this this passion for film coming coming through me in a way that I felt was very. It natural. It wasn't like I was trying to trying to be in love with film or make films. Yes. It was like I would no. I became obsessed with like cinema and storytelling, and whether it was in the form of reading or cinema, and like all, you know, all of those worlds overlap for me. So many things that I love: music, literature, yeah. history, uh, science, like everything. Kind of art, photography in, is encapsulated in film. Um, so that build up over years, you know, like it, it was just like you like the analogy, it was slowly kind of growing and maturing and certain things kind of helped it and nurtured it along the way. But there were definitely like periods where it was very difficult because you, you're kind of sitting there and you get to a point where you're like, OK, I need to get all these stories out. And there's so many of them. But, you know, sometimes it's not all of their times like there's there's probably like a list on my phone of like, a, a, I don't know, 40 films that are just kind of are not, yeah. are not mature yet. Yeah, yeah. But so even with Skin Diver, like it was, it was a lot of like having to sit down with yourself and like kind of sift through things and, 
and sift through what is a meaningful contribution and, and, and how does the story go? And, and, you know, it can be going, 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 going. And then you just hit a wall and you're like, no, this is not, this is not the one, or you have to push through that wall and, and like these different things. Um, so there was a lot of that, I would say like between, to be specific, like between the age of maybe like 15, which is when I started kind of feeling that pull, um, you know, there's this amazing quote that says like, let the strange pull of, of what you love. Oh no, I'm messing it up. Something about yeah. f- letting, letting the pull of what you love, like guide you, um, even if you don't fully understand mm. it. Mm. So it was kind of like that. It's like, you, you don't, you don't know exactly why, but you do feel it's this almost like divinely inspired thing that you're acting as a read for, for something that you need to do. Wow. Couple of calls. Uh, Pius is in Johannesburg. Please put on your earphones, um, uh, Katya. Katya, uh, Pius, good evening to you. Uh, Katya is listening. What is what is on your mind? Good evening, Grobs. Um, firstly, it's a very nice conversation. Thank you, sir. Um, but what I'd like to comment on is the issue of um, redefining a non-conformity. So I find that extremely, extremely important because now when we do not conform to what society has already put in front of us, we can be able to redefine what society has defined for us, like the issues of what does being a male mean, what does being black mean, what does mm. everything mean. So I, th- I think that's very important. Yeah. But, I'd like, but I'd also like to ask um, your guest, Kasha, if she feels that having film as part of set work in school is mm. important because it's always been books and poetry. Mm. What would be the role of having films as part of set work in school level, Brilliant. high school level, primary school level? Brilliant question, Pius. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much. Will you listen on the radio, Pius? Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, from Estris, um that's in my back of the woods there. So let me just quickly get... Oh, come on. Anyway, but I'm told that uh, Standard 9 is grade 11. Ah, I yeah, knew I got it wrong. grade 11. So <laughs> thanks very much to Abigail and Yestris. Exactly. 0118830702. Film as a mm. means, as a, as, a, as a means of, yeah, go, sure, you can take it off. Um, uh, Pius's question. Uh, yeah, Pius. Nonconformity film as a medium for teaching things at school. Mm. So, I mean, that is that, that hits deep because... Um, I had the immense privilege of taking the subject in school called Advanced Program English, which was basically just focused on film study, poetry, and literature. And it's, I mean, a lot of people might know it. Um, it's kind of like supposed to be university level English. Yeah. But it was it was really through my teacher in that subject who exposed us to film that like we were saying like that 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 passion grew and i and i have no doubt that without having had been exposed to those classic films um and and having had a teacher who was like here um really stimulating us to think and to form opinions and to look deeper into these films as not just something that you watch for two hours and then oh great but as like really world-changing pieces yeah yeah, that like completely completely i think yeah if if there's if i if i had control over over education systems that'd probably be like one of the first things i i did was put film into i only started writing because i loved movies and films so much Mm. 
I only started reading because I, I, I and started writing because of that. So, mm. so, so sometimes it, it happens that way, that it's because of watching movies that you start having a certain uh, part of you stimulated mm. to start thinking a little bit more about what were the thoughts that made the movie. You yes. Know? So, so, so I, I get that. What you've been saying is really a conversation about finding your truth. Mm-hmm. And you said that it is a very big political conversation, the idea of your truth and truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Some people argue that this idea of your truth is actually a cop-out. Yeah. And that there is no such thing as your truth. There so is subjective, truth. subjective, yeah. yeah? And some people will say that truth is absolute. It stands at one place and it, it is what it is. Some people argue that it's fluid. It's subjective. Mm, mm. Where do you stand on that? I mean, I, I, sh- I, I, I do believe that there is truth in, in the sense that there is divine truth that cannot be... Immutable truth. Yeah, like, yeah. like f- just to give an example, the truth that... Uh, Every hu- every single human being is equally important and loved in the sight of God, or that in our in our in our, on a soul level there is no distinguishing between a male and a female. Uh, these kinds of things, like those, are things that for me, like I can't refute. I I believe in them. They are truths. They're absolute. Um, then there's you know then it, then there's the gray area of how i think the relative truths the relative truths that unfortunately as human beings you know we can we can grow up and we can develop ways of th- seeing ways of thinking ways of reacting ways of talking ways of w- w- like ways of interacting with people that start to become truth for us and you know we kind of fail to contextualize it yeah 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 these are all the themes that uh, skin dive seems to be uh, exploring where, how, when do we see skin dive generally as the public, and how do we continue to have conversations with Katya? Perhaps we could be catalysts to those uh, movies that are still yeah, brewing please. inside of you as we talk to you, as listeners of this show, and other people that are interested in your work, Katya. Um, where do we get to view skin dive? Uh, skin, skin diver. Yeah. Uh, so I, a, c- a couple months ago, just uh, made it publicly free online. It's on ah. Vimeo. Um, we don't do YouTube, but we do Vimeo. <laughs> uh, so you know, like like politics, true, like politics, true, yeah. True indie filmmakers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, everyone can is welcome to go and find it on Vimeo. They can either search my name and it'll come up, or um, just typing Skin Diver. Um, can follow me on Instagram at Katia Bidian if you want to like keep up to date with things. Um, but yeah, I I I'm very much like wanting to call people to come and join the team i recently um i recently started my own production company so i'm looking to like build my team um how do people get in touch with you if they want to be part of that team Um, they can they can message me on instagram they can email me my email is there in the link um so yeah k-a-t-y-a-a-b-e-d-i-a-n at 
Katya Abidian, yeah. thank you so much. A South African doing great things. You make us proud. Thank you very thank much you for so the much work for that you me. do. And uh, it is truly inspirational. Thank you very, very much for having come through. I appreciate it. Thank you for having great me. Great stuff. When we come back, Nadia Nufitu tells us what's happening on the international uh, entertainment scene.